the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. Guys, welcome back for Working Fans Podcast, episode 140. And this is going to be kind of a different edition because today AJ and Dave are burying Dave's mom. That is not a joke. I know it's April Fool's Day, but Dave's mom died last week and her funeral is today. And But I want to play a quick video from Dave talking about his mom and then we will jump into the wrestling talk of this weekend. All right, guys. I kind of want to record something here. Not the easiest thing in the world to talk about. I was not on last week's show and uh, you guys have probably noticed for two years I've pretty much been on almost every single show, every single segment because I love doing this. <sighs> But uh, my mom passed away. And so, uh, you know, as I record this, it's actually going to be the funeral tomorrow. She's been passed away for a little over a week. And uh, I wanted to do this message because I have this platform. And even if not a lot of people see it, it's still a platform. And, you know, we talk about wrestling. And there's more important things in life than wrestling, obviously, like your mom. One of the things, though, that's interesting, it's a little bit, my relationship with my mom, we had a really good relationship through wrestling. My mom loved pro wrestling when she was younger and then when i started getting into pro wrestling and actually i was already into it but at some point when i was like 12 years old uh, she uh, would watch wrestling with me because i didn't have a lot of friends like now i'm very social but back then not so much and so my mom would watch wrestling with me and you know she was like my best friend you know at the time when i needed one and we would watch you know everything <laughs> every single show wwe superstars wrestling challenge all american wrestling wcw power hour saturday night you name it but yeah she just loved to watch wrestling with me and she really i think enjoyed the fact i had this podcast and would talk about wrestling whenever i bring it up and you know one of her favorites was uh razor ramon scott hall the night scott actually passed away she had gone in the hospital and uh, i just remember like, she would get such a kick out of Razor Ramon, you know, the whole Chico, something going to happen to my gold, something going to happen to you, <laughs> you know? And I just loved that. And I, I would love to crack her up making these little Razor Ramon quotes. And, uh, you know, I don't know really what to say on here sometimes. Like, I just want about this is a difficult subject, so I'm a little stuttering and stammering, but... I just kind of want to let you guys know what's going on. I'm in a good spot. Thankfully, I have a very strong group of supportive friends, and uh, everybody's been in my corner. But uh, yeah, you know, if it wasn't for my mom sticking 
with me and watching wrestling with me all those times when I was young. I don't know. I don't know like if I'd be just as into it. Like she kind of helped make the experience for me because she would get so excited. You know, it'd be contagious. The enthusiasm would be contagious. So in a lot of ways, Mama Smith is a big part of this podcast. So I don't really uh, know what to say. I just want to let everybody know that's what's going on. And uh, mom, hope you somewhere and get to see this and uh, hope it does you justice because uh, I would not be here or where I'm at without you. And, um, you know, thanks for watching wrestle with me. <laughs> but uh, guys, I will be back in full swing next week. We are going to do a tribute to Scott Hall at some point. I do want to do a five through one of Scott Hall matches. And that will kind of be dedicated to my mom a little bit too. Yeah, guys, you only get one mom. So uh, love her. Sorry to be a, uh, little more sensitive this week but it's just something i kind of wanted to talk about and uh, just explain because i always believe in being honest with you guys and being authentic and just telling you everything that's going on but uh yeah we'll be back it's wrestlemania weekend as well we'll be uh covering that previewing that producer joe's been killing it doing a good job basically talking about everything that's coming up that's not wrestlemania i'll be talking about wrestlemania nxt and yeah guys enjoy the weekend and uh enjoy your family more importantly. All right. That's it, guys. Uh, I'm out. All right. It's the man they call Dave, and I'm going to have a little uh, NXT stand and deliver preview. Plus, we're going to talk about Mania 38, night one and night two. Let's get right to it. First, we got Toxic Attraction versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Tag Title Match. This is going to be on the pre-show, it looks like, for Stand and Deliver. Toxic Attraction's kind of been the big deal. This is Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Obviously, with Mandy Rose, they've been kind of the centerpiece of the women's division down in NXT right now, whereas Raquel Gonzalez carried that division for a while, and her and Dakota Kai were best buds at one point. It looks like they're friends again. It should be an interesting matchup, but I see no reason to take the belts off a uh, toxic attraction right now. I'm not really, like, you know, I'm not going to pretend I'm that excited about this match, guys, but, you know, it could be a fun match. It's got potential. We'll see. But after that... Looks like kicking off the show, hopefully, will be uh, Carmelo Hayes in a fatal five-way ladder match defending his NXT North American title against Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes. Now, Waller has had a lot of focus on him. He's had matches with AJ Styles. He's the one that got the rub by taking out Johnny Gargano. He had his feud with LA Knight. He got the victory in war games at the big high spot. You know, Escobar, he's been a guy near the top of this mix for a while. A former star in Lucha Underground. Like, this guy has definitely been a player. But I think Cameron Hayes has delivered every time on here. And honestly, if he doesn't win, which I, I almost think he would, but I kind of think they've been playing off this story about Cameron Grimes wanted to be here and win a championship for his father who passed away and he made that promise to his dad so how do you not pay that off it is the wwe so you never know but all right gun to my head i'm gonna say cameron grimes actually gets this victory and honestly i mean cameron grimes is just so charismatic like how do you not want this guy to be a champion here he deserves it then we got tomasa champa Rumors are this could be his last match. They're playing into that against Tony D'Angelo. Me and AJ were talking about this the other day. Tony D'Angelo, it's not like he, I don't want to say he's a bad wrestler, but just freaking gimmick does this not do it for me. This 1990s hokey WWE cartoonist mobster guy, I, I think some people like it. I don't. Count me out. He's probably an average wrestler, but to me, it needs to be a phenomenal wrestler to make this gimmick work. I'm just not a fan. I don't like the idea of this being Ciampa's last match. 
but something tells me I'm not going to get in my way, and it's probably Tony D'Angelo going over here. Then we got Mandy Rose in a fatal four-way against Cora Jade, Io Shirai, Kaylee Ray. Cora Jade, she's the young one in this. She's been getting a push. This is a big opportunity for her to break out with a good performance. Io Shirai, she's a pillar for NXT Women's Division. She's one of the best. Kaylee Ray was killing it in NXT UK, former NXT UK Women's Champ. But again, I don't think they're taking the belts off a of toxic attraction yet. I say that her centerpiece and Manny Rose is going to keep this belt. Then we got an interesting one. We got Imperium. Fabian Eichner, Marcel Barthel versus the Creed Brothers and MSK. NXT tag titles match. I like the Creed Brothers here. They kind of remind me of the Steiner Brothers. I've said that before. They throw people around. They clothesline you on your head. They're just a couple bad, tough dudes. I like them. I'm not sure if they're going to get it done, but I'm, I'm going to pick them. Say we got a new champion. Then we got LA Knight versus Gunther, the formerly Walter. I love me some LA Knight, but you can't go against Gunther. To me, he's always going to be Walter, and he's one of the best in the world. He's got to go over here. And I think he's going to face, in the future, Braun Breaker, who's taking on Dolph Ziggler for the world title. And I think this has got to be... Breaker's night to shine. His father and uncle are going in the Hall of Fame. I'm hoping maybe eventually we can maybe call him Steiner again. But yeah, I think just Breaker's going to close the show. Main event, he'll get the big win. And I got to think that this is going to be his moment to shine. And I think in the future, we'll be looking at a feud with him and Walter. All right, so then we got Mania night one, which I think is going to be by far the best night of the show. We got Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Big time Bex. She's been back since SummerSlam as a heel when she beat Belair in 26 seconds. Belair has bounced back great since then. Bianca Belair should be called big time Bianca because she really seems to turn it on in these big performances, like her wins at the Royal Rumble, the Elimination Chamber in Saudi. Like, you know, last year's WrestleMania when her and Banks main evented the first night. You know, we're coming off of injury angles with both of them, where they both have laid each other out at times. Now Belair just cut her hair. I think this is Belair's revenge and moment to shine, and I think it's going to be a hot crowd. Then we got the Mysterios versus Miz and Logan Paul. Logan Paul is a heat magnet. You know, I'm not a big fan of celebrities, but this guy, you know, he's been around. He's been doing the boxing thing with MMA guys. He even got to box Floyd Mayweather in a fight that might have been questionable, but it was whatever you call those. It wasn't a, it didn't go on their records, an exhibition. But anyway, Logan Paul and Miz, I hate to say it, but they're probably going to beat the Mysterios because that's just the WWE thing to do. They don't like to, usually they have the celebrities go over. So we'll see. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Ain't no way in hell Drew McIntyre is losing this. I'd be shocked. He's got to go over. He's one of the top baby faces in the company, you know, unless that's going to change. You should go over here. Then we have the Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs. I love me some Nakamura. Rick Boogs is a guilty pleasure. This guy's super entertaining. I love the guitar. I also like the way he wrestles when he throws people around. That being said, the Usos are in the main event scene with Roman Reigns, and I don't see that changing. The Usos are going to go over here. I do want to say this about the Usos, though. They're an interesting team because when they're with Roman, they feel like a big deal. But when they're against like Nakamura and Boogs, I don't care. <laughs> There's just something about it. Like, I feel like they need the right dance partners. Then we got the New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. This is Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Hard to believe Kofi Kingston. It was just a couple years ago we had Kofi Mania. He was winning the world title. Yeah, I got to think the New Day will probably get this done. But I wouldn't be surprised either way. Pete Dennis 
supposedly going to be in the corner. That's Butch now, by the way. Then we got Seth Rollins versus an opponent to be chosen by Vince McMahon. Guys, this has got to be Cody Rhodes. I'll be shocked. I know WWE has let us down before, but I think everybody and their brother is predicting this to be Cody. Wrestling Observer, Fightful Select, Post, like everybody's pretty much been calling this. PW Insider, this is going to be Cody Rhodes. You never know, but I think this will be, I think it will be Cody, and I think it's going to main event night one. We'll see, but I have a feeling they're going to end up making this the final match too. It'd be a big way to debut Cody, too. Bring him back, main event, night one. Also, Cody will get the win first night back. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. I got to think this is Ronda's moment to shine. She'll uh, armbar tap out. It is an interesting matchup, though. Ronda Rousey, former bronze medalist, Olympics, and judo. She's also a former UFC bantamweight champion. First women, along with Charlotte and Becky, to headline a WrestleMania. She's a big attraction. And Charlotte Flair, of course, has you know, had like, what, 12 women's championships now and you know these are two of the elite women on the roster uh i gotta think we're gonna put it on rousey though and then also night one kevin owens will have his looks like a segment with steve austin but they're kind of building this possibly a match people are excited about this i think it's gonna maybe turn into a match but regardless steve austin's gonna get the better of him here he has to also i want to point out it's interesting that roman reigns and brock lesnar both referenced steve austin a couple nights ago on monday night raw so if austin's going to be back maybe we get more than one showing of steve austin just a thought you know maybe it leads to a match down the road because i mean wouldn't you rather have steve austin back one final run maybe in a world title program and then he rides off in the sunset We'll see. All right, night two, we got Queen Zelina, Carmella, the women's tag champs, are taking on Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Baszler. I don't know who's going to win this. I'm not overweening this. I'm going to say I'd like it to be Natalia and Baszler, but they're a heels. They're probably not going to go from heel to heel, so I'll go with Banks and Naomi, which would probably be my next favorite team in this. Johnny Knoxville, Zami Zayn. Not really that interested in this, but I feel like Zami Zayn will make this interesting and carry this. And Knoxville, to his credit, will probably take a big boot to the face and bump. And if anything goes, so this is probably how they're going to get around and have Knoxville beat Sammy somehow. Then we got Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Guys, if you haven't seen McAfee wrestle, he always delivers. Like, he's been in NXT War Games. He's took on Adam Cole. Mind you, Adam Cole was a phenomenal wrestler. And in that War Games, you're going up against guys like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. But still, he's one of the best. Those guys are the best, rather. I wouldn't say Pat's one of the best. But Pat has delivered every time he's been in there. I don't think this is any difference. I think when the lights are bright, Pat shines. But I got to think this is Austin Theory going over. I think he's the one that, you know, is going to be around full time. And Pat's not like the other celebrities where I think he needs to get the win and WWE feels compelled to, you know, have him win. I say Pat probably going to take the loss here. RK Bro, Orton and Riddle versus the Prophets and Alpha Academy. Not sure what they're going to do here. I personally love Alpha Academy. I love Chad Gable. He's been great in this role. Him and Otis, I'd like to see them get the win. But I don't know. Maybe I think maybe this leads to the RK Bro breakup. Yeah, I think it will. We're going to go Alpha Academy tag title win. Then we got Edge versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles, what can you say about this guy, right? Former Ring of Honor World Champion, New Japan World Champion, Impact World Champion, WWE World Champion. He's done all. Then you got Edge, who's like an 11-time World Champion, I believe. This should be a good one. Edge playing more of a heel role will be interesting. So AJ as a babyface, selling too, I think will be great i say aj goes over edge probably wants to help put aj over here then we got bobby lashley versus almost now this is interesting because they have protected bobby lashley and kept him as one of the main event guys but almost they haven't done any like they have not 
Like, he has not been pinned. He's not lost. I mean, he had a tag title loss to AJ because he had that program, but AJ took the fall. So Omos has been protected too. I'm interested to see where they go with this here because Omos has been one of those old school giants where they're actually keeping very protected. That being said, it's not like I'm over impressed with Omos, but nonetheless, his physical presence is something else. I have a hard time thinking they just bring Bobby Lashley back to beat him though. Uh, I don't know. This might be the end of the almost run here. I'll go with Bobby Lashley. And then we got Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Unification match. Winner takes all. Roman has been the big time player. I also, I don't see that changing. I think they're going to find a way to screw over Brock and Roman will keep the belt. Now, that being said, let's play a little fantasy booking. I said earlier that wouldn't it be great back if Steve Austin was back for another match against Roman or Brock since they both mentioned him? How about just for a little Vince Russo crazy scenario? What if night one, Austin just rolls through Owens, beats him up, and he says, I didn't come back just for that. You know, if I'm going to come back for the first time in 19 years, I want a real match. And then, you know, he says something like, you know, Lesnar and Roman want to put my name in their mouth. How about we make it a triple threat? Triple threat for the world title. Imagine Steve Austin's in that. Imagine Steve Austin gets to win. We go home with Steve Austin closing out the show as world champion. And then I don't think you have to keep the belt on Steve for long, but maybe it just, he sticks around the summer, you build a program and then Roman gets the belt back off of him. I don't know. It's a thought or Roman just wins. And, you know, maybe they have a big build with Roman and Austin to one-on-one and that's Austin's final match. Some thoughts they could do to make things interesting. I mean, wouldn't it be something if coming out of WrestleMania, we had Cody Rhodes main event night one, beat Seth Rollins and Steve Austin in the main event night two. Probably not all of that's going to happen though, but it'd be interesting. All right, guys, that's going to be it for your WrestleMania and NXT stand and deliver preview. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs, 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82 Designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 1, 35 short stories across the wrestling landscape, written by Vinny Barry. Available at LanceByChance.com, where you can also get Lance by Chance Wrestling as Yvonne Eric. And summertime's coming, and you're going to want to bring a book to the beach. If you don't want to bring a wrestling book, get the darker comedy of super vows by friend of the show kevin kelton or the more light-hearted new book he released oh shit good luck on this pronunciation pod dance of two i have not yet read it but kevin kelton is an amazing writer but you know we are brought to you by graham by ao money meach we are brought to you by camouflage 
when the deadbolt breaks buzzard canyon young d and all the amazing artists over at connecticut people records and our commentary home new heights wrestling check them out on youtube the first event up is tonight 8 p.m super card of honor and this card is looking pretty good i told you this week in the world title match you got gresham versus bandito this has been building for a while who's gonna walk away with the title i feel like it's gresham roh pure title match josh woods versus wheeler yuda after yuda's performance on wednesday i am highly looking forward to this and i feel like yuda's gonna take that pure title and then they're gonna be you know putting that to work on AEW tv and randy you knew the next match i was gonna talk about roh world tag team titles the briscoes versus ftr a match we've been waiting for it feels like almost as long as we waited for ftr versus the bucks so i'm very excited for that match if that's not going to be match of the show then the next one will swerve versus alex zane two guys coming off of minor wwe runs their whole indie runs were better than anything in the wwe but they're coming off it with a certain polish that I am heavily enjoying. Two matches added since I did my report earlier in the week. We've got Willow Nightingale versus Mar Mercedes Martinez for the ROH Interim Women's Championship. That'll be interesting because I feel like Willow will win it and maybe her against Deanna Perrazzo, and we'll see who unifies that championship. Match I skipped over, Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty. Very excited for this because we've seen Lethal's recent Dynamite run, and and I'm wondering if that storyline will bleed over into ROH, where he's been a more kind of dominant champion. And the last match added, ROH World Television Championship, Noro Suzuki versus Rhett Titus. I'm happy anytime I can see Suzuki in the ring. And, you know, I just feel like he's going to beat Titus for it. Another match we brought to you earlier this week, the Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show 2022. You've got Minoru Suzuki versus Biff Busick. This has already happened. This happened last night. I hope to watch it at some point point this afternoon and this match looks great Ooh, randy with the hot take lethal loses it's definitely a possibility because moriarty's on the come up so i'll give you that now tomohiro ishii versus timothy thatcher timothy thatcher was in blood sport yesterday i did catch it this is going to be an interesting match and if you haven't watched blood sport definitely check it out you got the briscoes in another match versus loki and homicide you know this is going to be hard hitting you know this is going to be worth checking out i can't wait to watch it bandito versus speedball mike bailey the super show always has these interesting matchups mia yim versus athena another one you got ace austin black taurus and jonathan gresham versus michael loku ray orus and laredo kid that going to be an awesome lucha six man now they had team onita versus team pco watched it yet so i'm very interested to see how this plays out john morrison versus taya valkyrie in a dirty dishes match i don't know what that is but like i said i plan on checking that out one show that the one thing i did get to watch yesterday was i got to check out half of blood sport eight and this card is insane you have minoru suzuki versus chris dickinson john moxley versus biff busick marina shafir versus zeta zang 
Slade versus Alex Coughlin, Yoya versus Ninja Mac, Josh Barnett versus Jonah, John Hennigan versus Simon Gotch. That was interesting because John Hennigan coming off the WWE, I was surprised to see him announced for Bloodsport. And we had Masha Slamovich versus Janai Kai, Timothy Thatcher versus JR Kratos, Yuya Uemura versus Speedball Mike Bailey, and Bad Dude Tito versus Royce Isaacs. I have watched every one of these blood sports and they never let down it's a knockout submission win you know kind of almost looking like mma like kind of probably grappling is better what to call it you know i thought the idea was super interesting and i'm gonna watch the second half of that today there's so much to watch because last night also was joey janela's spring break part one which had the gcw ultraviolet title match alex cologne versus john wayne murdoch that they've been building up to very excited for that because they've been building that feud and John Wayne Murdoch is an up-and-coming deathmatch wrestler who will be in Norwich, Connecticut on May 21st. So check that out. Yeah, the GCW tag team title match. Tremont and Gage versus the Briscoes versus the second gear crew of Mance Warner and Matthew Justice. Very interesting tag match. Three huge teams in GCW. Next up, AR Fox versus Blake Christian. I said it earlier this week. It's going to be a athletic match. It's going to be a very exciting match to watch. And it's going to be one of my matches of the night. Mickey James versus Ali Catch was a match where I was surprised when they announced it because I didn't expect Mickey James to end up in GCW. But given that it's WrestleMania weekend and so many companies are working in such a small area, I can understand how the crossover probably happened. X-Pac versus Joey Janela is going to be that match. They've been building up to that since the LA shows. And this has been a very interesting heel run for Janela. So that's another match I have to catch up with. And the GCW World Heavyweight title John Moxley versus AJ Gray. Moxley has been one of their more high profile champions, but AJ Gray is definitely like one of the biggest up and comers they have in this company. So interested to see how that plays out. Now, Gringo Locos, the world on Lucha tonight at 8.30 p.m. One of the events I'm most excited for. You got Sadika versus Pagano. Pagano's put on some wild matches in Mexico. Very hardcore matches. Psychosis versus Tony Deppin. I remember Psychosis wrestling with Juventud Guerrera and Rey Mysterio in the 90s and him versus Tony Deppin is going to be entertaining as anything. Now if GCW is known for something it's kind of like their six man scrambles. You got Arrowboy versus Octagon Jr. versus Shane Mercer versus Golden Dragon versus Drago Kid versus Chris Carter. This is going to be wild. Shane Mercer a beast in the ring. Drago Kid has done definitely some good shows for GCW. So keep an eye on that match the next match is going to be insane as well ar fox versus ninja mac ninja mac last night in Bloodsport was amazing and his match with ar fox hugely athletic now you've got abismo negro jr demonic flamita and gringo loco versus asf laredo kid and ray orus six-man tag it's gonna be i think similar to the intensity they showed in the hammerstein and it's gonna be that kind of fast-paced high-flying match now next up johnny caballero versus jack cartwheel Johnny Caballero is John Hennigan. And this was another one. I was surprised when I saw him 
announced for it. But when you look at it, he's done Lucha. He's very athletic. And him and Cartwheel are going to put on a match of the night contender. Now, the next matchup, Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Psycho Clown. This is a match that was at Triple A Triple Mania where Dr. Wagner Jr. lost his match. And if I'm correct, this is a hair versus career match. So I'm interested to see how this works. I haven't double checked on that. So at the very least, it's Wagner versus Psycho Clown. And this is a Triple Mania main event that they are bringing to the United States and I think is going to show up. Now, a match like this is a card that's not going to be for everybody, mostly for the hardcores and grow up the world on Lucha because I think I talked about that without showing the graphic. And the next one is interesting because it's almost like if you like minor league baseball, LA fights and JCW, they're both kind of minor league almost feeder systems to GCW on both coasts and big match of the night is B-Boy versus Grim Reefer and that is kind of like a head of LA fights B-Boy versus the head of JCW Grim Reefer and that's going to be an interesting clash now you got Dark Sheik versus Charles Mason Dark Sheik has been a GCW favorite since she debuted on the scene Charles Mason like the exact opposite heel of all heels that that is definitely going to be a match. Next up, Nick Wayne versus Marcus Mathers. Two guys that I would say are like starting out on the wrestling journey, but they're at different levels. Nick Wayne already signed to AEW. I think he's 17 and he's been having a crazy run in GCW. And Marcus Mathers, he's been on some GCW shows. I haven't watched as much JCW or LA fights. That's why I'm very interested in this show to kind of see what the next level is. Billy Starks versus Sandra Moon. Alec Price versus Jack Cartwheel. Alec Price is a heel that I've seen at a few shows up here in the Northeast Indies. Jack Cartwheel, you know, very athletic out of the West Coast. Next up, Juicy Finale versus Big Vin. This is going to be a big man battle. Keep your eye out for it. Cole Radrick versus Kevin Blackwood. Another interesting match. I've seen Cole Radrick recently did a death match that showed out, but he's a good amateur wrestler becoming a pro wrestler. Kevin Blackwood, you know, continuing on his journey up. And then next up, we have Team JCW, which is Bam Sullivan, Charlie Tiger, Ellis Taylor, Janai Kai, Jordan Oliver, Slade and Yoya versus Team LA Fights. Now, when I was looking on cage match, it did not have a team listed for LA fights in the comments. Let me know if you keep up with LA fights and who we should be looking for on there. Now, another match, we haven't done a preview of this. So today at four o'clock GCW for the culture, this is headlined by O'Shea Edwards and Shane Taylor, who are Shane Taylor productions versus AJ Francis and Tahuti miles who are the hit makers with Brianna Brandy. This is the hit makers first indie appearance that I'm aware of after the NXT WWE firing and I'm very interested to see how they look in the ring. Two Cold Scorpio versus Brian Keith, another great match. And if you're not familiar with for the culture is all black wrestlers and some very big names on this like Hoodfoot versus Billy Dixon. That's going to be a wild death match. You have a non-title match with Darius Lockhart and GCW Extreme Champion AJ Gray. You have Trish Adora versus MJ Jenkins, JTG versus Rich Swan, and 
amazingly, the Impact Knockouts title, Tasha Steeles versus Big Swole. Huge event. Very excited for this as well. I know I keep saying that for all of these events, but I mean, they are all super exciting. Like, that's what these WrestleMania weekend cards bring out. Now, the last event that we have purchased at the moment, Joey Janela's Spring Break 6 Part 2. And you have quite the interesting card. Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green in his corner versus Chris Dickinson with Missy Hyatt in his corner. I did not see that coming, but that's going to be interesting. You know, I talk all the time about how Spring Break brings together these different combinations of not only matches, but like people they pair up. So it's interesting to see that. Biff Busick versus Tony Deppin. That match is going to be out of control. PCO versus Mike Bailey. That's going to be very interesting because it's kind of size versus speed. Minoru Suzuki versus Effie is going to be a sight to behold. And I can't wait to see how that match plays out. And it wouldn't be spring break without the clusterfuck battle royal. Cage match has Buff Bagwell, Kamikaze, Guy Steel, Invisible Man, Sean Ross Sapp. And I believe I saw Maven appearing in it. And I'm sure Virgil will be there. I'm sure about 30 other people will be there. It's going to be very interesting, but let us know in the comments what you plan on watching. Who do you think is going to win? Both NXT, WWE, or even if you want to give us predictions on GCW. And kind of thanks for putting up with the little bump in the road we've had the past couple weeks. Last week, you had the B team of me and AJ recording. I think it, like Dave said, maybe the first time he didn't appear on a segment in god so long and this week since the funeral was today we had to i had to figure out something to do solo for you guys so hope you enjoyed this video and get at us on social media and in the comments of the video who you think's gonna do what where and we will talk to you again next week all right so that wraps us up for this week thank you again for listening to the working fans podcast so as always you can find us on twitter at fans working our facebook page is working fans wrestling pod we have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's working fans wrestling pod at gmail.com follow us on instagram working fans wrestling underscore pod and then as always please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm google podcast spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public all your major platforms if you're following us on apple podcast which we are also on now and youtube please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating it helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week 